basically recap. To answer your question, I'm man enough to recover from two gunshot wounds to the back of the head, but my heart is broken. Thanks, Johnny Rico. Anyways, our creeps last week answered age-old holiday questions for us. Vinny's creep answered, what do you do when mommy is too dead to help celebrate the holidays? The answer? You recreate Weekend at Bernie's with her corpse. Carl's creep, on the other hand, answered the question, what do you do when you're bored at home with your family with nothing to do waiting for Christmas? Well, you gather your friends up and go around town pretending to be a prostitute and murdering all the Johns, obviously. Anyways, that's all I got for this week. I hope you had a Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year. Tucker, out. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to a brand new edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. I am your host. I think you all know me as... The Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And there's my co-host, Hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny? I gotta tell you, man, I'm very excited. It is the end of of one pile of shit year and we are jumping right into the next one and joining us for the leap is our pal Croge. Hey, how are you guys? Really good, man. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, pleasure to be here. Thanks. Croge is looking extra relaxed today. Oh yeah. I feel like he's got this one. Oh yeah. I think he's going to win. Brimming with confidence. I can see that. So you're not going to ricotta this. You actually brought a creep for the competition. Oh, yeah. Of course. I considered not bringing anything, but you know, you're not that kind of monster. Yeah, exactly. He looks like he's a guest on our show. You know what I mean? Like, we're should be interviewing him or something. He kind of... Uh, Do you is... have questions for Croge? Yeah, Croge. Um, where does that beard start and where does it end? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'd like to know. How does it end? Cozy Croge. That's him. What we're going to do today is really, really simple. We figure no one really wants to get better at the end of the year. Like, everybody says it's all lip service. I got a New Year's resolution. I want to get better. All we want as a species, all we want as people, is to feel better. But you look like a guy who's never had a New Year's resolution. <laughs> I look like every guy who always has a New Year's resolution, dude. Oh, yeah. You got that backwards. I'm just saying, everybody just wants to feel better. So what we're going to do is make you feel better by telling you about the absolute worst of the worst in the year 2021. I'm pumped for it. But before we do, let's recap and find out who won our Christmas episode. We asked a simple question, who celebrated Creepmas better, Carl or Vinny? That's right. And unfortunately- and the results. Carl with 56% of the votes. Yeah! He's a piece of I, I do appreciate this victory, everyone of the Kazaroos who voted for me. Thank you very much. I was told by the guy who gave me that creep that I did it wrong. 
I presented the creep incorrectly, so I get the last laugh on this one. Actually, I got the last laugh because I just got all of your Patreon money yesterday. Oh. <laughs> that, does, that does suck. I got to get on a winning streak here and put an end to that. Woo! Uh, Oculus Quest 2 coming up this yeah, afternoon. Good for you, buddy. Coming up this afternoon. Going to go pick it up. I got Very a promo excited. code for the uh, trip uh, meditation on there from Dr. Steve if you need it. Let oh, me know. thank you. That'll be great. Yeah. I'd be really appreciate it. I'll give it to you for like, I don't know, 900 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just text Steve. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> He'll send me two. Carl, congratulations. You are one point into this contest. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, our guests are still sitting on four. So, Croge, really no pressure. No pressure. Today's don't, the day. F don't fuck this up. Today's the day. Okay. Carl, since you won, that means you get to present your creep first. Well, thank you very much, Vinny Paulino. When you told me we were doing the biggest creep of 2021... There okay. was just one name. Let me guess. Fauci. There's just one name. Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> that came into my mind. Joe Biden. And that was Cuomo. Now, have I talked about Andrew Cuomo on here before? I have. Yeah, a couple, a couple times. times. A couple times. <laughs> so I decided, why not go after Fredo himself, Chris Cuomo, who was recently fired by CNN. Are you, you're Joe, you got a real creep, right? I kid you not. The biggest creep of 2021, Chris Cuomo. Let me present my argument for this, Vinny. I think uh, you're I really going to make me stand you. here and listen to this. I think I might <laughs> convince you on this one. I know. I think my skip button is broken. Let's talk about why Mr. Cuomo was fired from CNN. Though CNN promoted the this brothers' relationship during the pandemic, Chris Cuomo did not report on his brother's scandal, but in May admitted to being in strategy sessions to help him. It will not happen again. It was a mistake. So back in May, he admitted that he was helping out his brother, and he wasn't reporting on any of this that was going on with the scandal with his brother, and said, ah, I'm not doing that anymore. What well, a, I mean, what kind of idiot is he? You have the exclusive. He was a bit of a... Run yeah, to I know. the presses. Oh, I know. Remember when everyone was hailing Andrew Cuomo as the great savior? He was on that show every day. Wait, do you guys read the tell-all I'm compiling on Carl as we speak? <laughs> Unreal. But remember the, the hilarious Q-tip gag? You guys remember how funny these guys were together? And then all of a sudden, Andrew's in trouble, and Chris ain't talking about him anymore. But he is helping him behind the scenes. Cuomo was first suspended Tuesday after the New York Attorney General released transcripts and texts showing he was extensively involved behind the scenes in defending his brother during his political and legal turmoil. On Wednesday, a lawyer representing an unnamed client alerted the network to Chris Cuomo's alleged sexual misconduct. The same lawyer represents Charlotte Bennett, who accused a former New York governor of sexual harassment. All right, so there's sexual misconduct going on now as well. But I think what's really Those interesting Those Cuomo boys here, love the pussy. What do you they, want me to tell you? They love the pussy. The pussy don't love them, apparently, is what's going on here. Well, they both look like melted candles. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? Why would it? Documents released by the New York Attorney General's office revealed that Chris Cuomo offered to use his media sources to dig up information about women who accused his brother. After the New York Times reported in March that Andrew Cuomo had made unwanted advances on a woman at a wedding. Remember that woman? So you're telling me that Chris can use his media sources to look up information easier than his brother, the governor of the fucking state, can? I, apparently, yeah, because he was trying to help him out. Remember that woman at the wedding? Remember the look on that woman's face when Andrew was touching her face? Yeah. 
So I remember when Andrew was touching her face. Yes. Yes. So Chris <laughs> Cuomo sent a note to his brother saying, I have a lead on the wedding girl. He was trying to dig up information to ruin her life. This poor woman. And it's funny. All, all Andy wanted was her number. Right. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> you got a lead. You got her number. So not only was this guy trying to dig up information on the accusers of Andrew Cuomo while pretending to be, you know, one of these guys who sticks up for women. He uh, was also caught sexually harassing a number of people, including coworkers. A former executive producer at ABC News and CBS News says that Chris Cuomo sexually harassed her when they were both working at ABC. In a column for the New York Times, the former executive producer named Shelley Ross says Cuomo engaged in the inappropriate behavior at a 2005 work party in front of their ABC colleagues and Ross's husband. She writes, when Mr. Cuomo entered the Upper West Side bar, he walked toward me and greeted me with a strong bear hug while lowering one hand to firmly grab and squeeze the cheek of my buttock. Mm. I can do this now that you're no longer my boss, he said to me with a kind of cocky arrogance. No, you can't, I said, pushing him off me at the chest while stepping back, revealing my husband, who had seen the entire episode at close range. We quickly left. And what did that cuck do? Yeah, I know, right? Let's, yeah, go, what did your let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. You don't have to take that, honey. <laughs> yeah. So this guy's harassing his boss or his former boss at a cocktail party. He's a creep. He's a creep in every single way, especially when he talks to his brother, Andrew. The Cuomo brothers' close relationship was on full display at the height of the pandemic. I love you. I'm proud of what you're doing. I know you're working hard for your state, but no matter how hard you're working, there's always time to call mom. This dude is fucking corny. <laughs> yes. Don't forget to call mom, Andrew. I know you're busy being the governor. Isn't this cute how we're brothers? I lost track of her. I've shuffled her between nursing homes. <laughs> yeah, apparently his mom did not end up in a nursing home. Go wow. figure. Just the 6,000 women he did. Jesus. All right. So um, the worst thing that he did, though, the worst thing was when he pretended to have COVID. Do you guys remember that when he was in his basement pretending that he had COVID? What do you I mean tested, he was pretending? Uh, I'll show you some of his acting right here. I tested positive. Scared. Yes, as you might imagine. But better me than you. My concern is what I may have put on my family, just like you would. Uh, that is hurting me way more than anything a virus can do. So let's focus, let's use this example of me having it as proof that you can get it to, God forbid. We have to do everything we can to avoid being sick. We have to do it for ourselves, our families, and for those on the front lines who are saving the lives of people like me and many of you. Hey, this guy's a great big phony. Come on, Chris. Hey, you're a great big phony, you know that? That's right. You're a big fat phony. You're a phony. Hey, everybody, this guy's a great big phony. So when he pretended to have COVID, he pretended to be quarantining. Now it's been documented. Was he like in Aruba? Did he, was he, did he just have a fake basement behind him? No, they he, took it out and he was at the beach. He, he, <laughs> he has a mansion in the Hamptons and he was, he was living there in the giant furnished basement. That's awesome. And he was spotted outside and spotted by people and people were yelling at him and he's yelling back because that's the kind of guy that he is. Um, I got COVID. <laughs> this is the worst thing that he did was he documented his reemergence from the basement. He did a, like a little uh, Instagram video that they ended up playing on CNN and talk about phony. Listen to the reaction that his family gives him as he's finally coming back after weeks being in the basement, not seeing his family. All right, here it is. The official reentry. 
from the basement, cleared by CDC, a little sweaty, just worked out, it happens. This is what I've been dreaming of, literally for weeks. My wife, yeah, right. <laughs> she was cleared by she CDC, nothing to do with she doesn't them. have fever, she doesn't have the symptoms anymore, more than seven days from her quarantine. We're still a little scared, so I'll just give you one of these. 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 Bella is, of course, taking the video. All right. So that, it kind of reminds me of like when you buy a fish and you have to keep it in the plastic bag in the water like, yeah. before you release it. He's acting like he just got back from the Apollo 11 mission. <laughs> right. Now, the funny thing is, is that on his Sirius XM show the week before, he talked about how he'd already left the basement. And then a week later, pretends he's just finally leaving the basement. And so a lot of people were like, well, your family didn't react like you had just finally come out and it's the first time they'd seen you in weeks. Why is that? So then he had to go they on. They actually sounded happier than I thought they would have, and they were silent. <laughs> <laughs> so then he had to go on with Sanjay. I was expecting booze. <laughs> he had to go on with Sanjay Gupta and explain why his family didn't react the way that you might expect that they reacted, because he's caught in a lie. What you may have noticed there, Sanjay, very quiet um, welcome to me when I walked up the <laughs> yeah, stairs. I noticed Two that. reasons for that. As the, as the onion uh, captured, um, they really don't want me out of the basement. But secondly, um, this has spooked the family. You know what I mean? We're spooked by this, like families that you've talked to all over the country. Yeah, they're, they're real spooked, as you can tell. This is a guy who was caught going into his, uh, he also lives in a Manhattan apartment that's very nice apartment building, and was refusing to wear a mask. Actually got a letter from the building saying, Mr. Cuomo, can you please wear a mask in the elevator? It actually is uh, the, your gov the your brother has put in a mask mandate, and you're supposed to wear masks indoors. This guy's real spooked by this. Yeah, you got it right. My brother. Yeah, right. I do what I want. I make the bitch. rules. We make the rules around here. But the best thing that shows what a creep this guy is, is his reaction when he was called Fredo, when he was out in a bar. Do you guys remember this incident? First off, I love this guy who's calling him Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Oh, you're much Fredo is from the Godfather. He was a weak brother. Isn't that your and brother? And they use it as an Italian excursion. Any of you Italian? Are you Italian? It's a fucking insult to your people. It's an insult to your fucking people. It's like the N-word for us. Wow. Is, that, is that a cool fucking thing? You're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. <laughs> You're a much more reasonable guy in person is the funniest response to that. Vinny, I have a feeling that you're Italian. I might just be. If I called you Fredo, is that the same as calling a black person the N-word? Because <laughs> that's what Chris Cuomo just said. Uh, for the sake of I'm in a contest with you, yes, it absolutely <laughs> okay, is. Enough. Of course, Carl. <laughs> so of How course, could you even just throw it around so willy-nilly on this show? Of even? course, Chris Cuomo's a tough guy, as you know. And he threatens to beat this guy up. You're going to have a fucking problem. What, what are you going to do about I'll, it? I'll fucking ruin your shit. I'll fucking something. throw you down these stairs like a fucking punk. Please do. Why, so you, you can don't fucking sue? You don't so you can fucking sue? Well, why don't Fredo do take a swing? Oh, you want to call me Fredo? Take, take a fucking swing. Take a fucking swing. Watch your fucking hands. Take a swing. Watch your fucking hands. Take a swing. No, no, come on, boy. Come on, boy. So you want to call me shit? Call me shit then. I'm not fucking here. I'll fucking wreck your shit. I'll fucking wreck your shit. Stop. You didn't ask me that. You didn't know what you were doing when you called me Fredo? I thought it was your name. I thought it was your name. He was. He's going to wreck this guy's shit, throw him down the stairs. Watch that out. Is, to do it. Yeah. So, so why? So you could sue me? 
Go for Shut it. Shut yeah. the fuck. Don't hold me back, guys. Don't hold me back. Don't <laughs> yeah. hold me back, guys. If it weren't for these guys who are about to get in front of me, yeah, I would totally beat you up right now. And uh, I just have one more piece of evidence that shows that this guy is the biggest creep of 2021. When he's, he's not, though, Carl. He is absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. We'll let, we'll let the listeners decide you show that. You show-ruining boob. We'll let the listeners decide that. <laughs> when he was on with Don Lemon and declared, this is Chris Cuomo now, declaring that he is black on the inside. Just looking out of the window, watching the wood. asphalt grow, <laughs> thinking how it all looks handy. How do you know the words to good times? You know I'm black on the inside. So, good times. He smoked for years. I rust my case, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Cuomo, biggest creep of 2021. Good luck with that, boys. Let's you know, see what you got. I did not agree with you until I heard him sing. And then, <laughs> Thank you. Wow, wow. I told you, that was that's, my kicker. That's quite a case. Can we say he's any worse at singing than Carl? That's why you don't have a front man. Vinny <laughs> <laughs> now! That's pretty good, actually. Pretty I like good. that part. It sounds just like the guy who sings it in your intro. Uh, yeah. Carl, Carl, Carl. What's Carl, up, Vinny? Carl the Snarl Croach. I had a... Really think about this because I knew you were going to pull some bullshit like this. Well, yeah, because I, I texted you back immediately after you said words of 2021. I said my creep is Chris Cuomo. That's how you knew I was going to do this. <laughs> it took me less than a second to realize who my creep was going to be. That is not an exaggeration, ladies and gentlemen. I, I mean, I you back be it up. Before you sent the message, I think I'd already texted it. So my creep. Yes. He's somebody who takes himself way too seriously. And I've won some contests before, bringing him as my uh, creep of the year. Ladies and gentlemen. It's no different than you know, a police <laughs> officer running to the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what I do. <laughs> Vinny's coming to the prom with who brung him. Wow, mm. you are a cheating motherfucker. I you know am not that? using Tom Myers. I was joking. <laughs> It was a joke. It would have been a good one, though. I was just kidding. You could have just read, like, four or five of his tweets. We'd have been like, all right, yeah, you yeah. win. How can I explain the impact of this person's creepiness? This person's creepiness rocked the WATP-verse this year. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only one guy. I feel like Vinny doesn't even know who he's about to present. There's he's, like, only... looking around. He's like, I brought a creep, I swear to God. There's Damn only it. one choice here. There <laughs> is only to think of it up right now. One choice. And let me tell you something. You know how you know he's a creep? Because Carl loved him. I want to thank my buddy, Podcast Hitman, on Twitter, who sends me all of these different clips. I'm sorry to do this to bring in your very, very best friend, Podcast Hitman, but Matt Gerard Lewinsky of Clinton Township, Michigan. Come mm. on down. You are my creep nomination of 2021. All right. I think you can make a case for this. Now, of course, he didn't murder his girlfriend in 2021. He did that in 2020. But yeah, but he lived hear. with her for seven months in 2021. That's the, that's the creepier part. Yes, we're going to get there. All but right. Let's just talk for a second how he was associated with this show. He used to uh, send stuff to you, stuff to me. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy, he's a piece of shit. But I got to tell you, Carl did love him. Is that an exaggeration, Carl? You really like this guy. He turned you on to Seamus. Well, he didn't introduce me to Seamus, but boy, did he embrace him. Mm. And he sent me a lot of clips and a lot of ideas of things to do on the show. Carl talked to podcast hitman more than Jenny Jingles. <laughs> In fact, Croge can back me up on this because I got this tape from producer Chris. This is the only song with lyrics Carl has ever submitted to the Isotopes. I have it right here for you to listen to. Okay. My buddy, podcast hitman. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy. Podcast my buddy. hitman. Wherever I go, he 
Podcast Hitman. You are a You're terrible a singer. Stupid dumbass. You're the one who loves a lunatic. Now, what was your- Who's the creep here? Me or Podcast Hitman? I, I'm the one that's so focused on me right Associated now. Associated with you makes a creep. It is a, a pretty good sign. Okay. It's a rule of thumb. Friends with Carl, he's up there on the list. All right. Now, well, I, I guess this really is four creeps by creeps. <laughs> last year, I believe it was in November, he announced that he was going to be taking a hiatus from uh, doing anything mm. with uh, WATP or any of the shows because he was in a relationship and it was a very serious, committed relationship. Yeah. Yeah. He no longer had time to listen to Patrick Michael's yeah. brilliance. Mm. And I'm not going to say, and I'm not going to say that Carl ordered the hit. But here's a clip of something Carl did say on his show. Thank you so much to Podcast Hitman. And, and I, I hope that oh. the relationship doesn't work out with you and your girlfriend and you come back to listening to these shows and helping us out. Yeah, Carl. <laughs> well, Carl I did, did that. say that on WATV. I did hope it wouldn't work out, but not in this way. Well, This wasn't the way I was hoping because he has not been participating in WATP for a few months now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> at least since the end of July. Yeah, that's now, true. What do we know so far, ladies and gentlemen? We know that his next-door neighbor started being a little concerned for Matt around last December because him and his girlfriend, Jerry Winters, we'll call her the deceased, mm -hmm. she kind of disappeared. Nobody knew where she was, and nobody really saw much of Matt. But here's what the timeline was. They said uh, this: these people, Karen and Jacqueline, live next door. They didn't want to use their last names, I guess, because they don't want to be outed. They tell their families their roommates is my guess. Karen and Jacqueline said they'd not seen Munchal Lewinsky this year after they'd seen him fairly often and were friendly with him over the past couple of years. So this guy became a little bit of an introvert. But Carl, didn't you tell me that he was sending you messages and sending you Seamus clips? Oh, yeah, yeah. We all were through in, this time? Oh, yeah, we were okay. in contact every month. Okay. So Jacqueline said when Winters moved out last fall, Lewinsky told her if the bitch comes back, I won't let her in. He also said that Winters was previously abusive towards him. I assume the reason he wouldn't let her back in is because she'd be a zombie. <laughs> right. That would be really creepy if she yeah. was to show up somewhere. I feel like this might be like he thinks she's a vampire. If she shows up, I'm not letting her in because that's the rule. And I, and I also like how he's already trying to frame this up as she's abusive towards him. Yeah. I think that's adorable. Jacqueline said... It's possible, man. Have you seen the Adam's apple on Jerry? <laughs> It's, it's possible. Jerry he, with the Y. Yeah. It's, it's possible that Jerry was uh, beating him around a little bit. But uh, well, maybe that's why he was working out in the basement so much. He really did like to work around in the basement. In fact, hold on a second. I got to show you the ice test. Hold on. Okay. Here's a fun video of him learning, trying to jump rope. Oh, no. Oh, God. He was a big boy, too. Listen, this guy makes me feel handsome. Yes. He makes me feel svelte. <laughs> Fucking svelte, even, this guy. He's got to be 400 pounds, this dude. He doesn't have good body control, either, though. He just looks awkward at everything that he tries to do. Yeah. She's gone, apparently. They think she's gone. But then she moved back in in December. Now, Jacqueline said she sometimes drove him to do grocery shopping. And their last trip in December, he brought an unusually high volume of groceries. Yeah, he needed, like, eight months' worth. Yeah. Well, he came to them in April. Did you know this? No. And he borrowed $200 from the neighbors. Oh, okay. He needed some money, and he said that he was having trouble getting his federal stimulus check. The one that they mailed to fucking everyone. Also, I don't think that getting nine viewers on Twitch pays all that much either. So. Yeah, his Twitch was something else, man. His yeah. Twitch was fucking crazy town.
Jacqueline said she thought it was strange that he didn't get the money and she was kind of avoiding him. Now, Karen said in late June, a police officer knocked on her door for a welfare check. Okay. Apparently, they think the cop may have been given the wrong address. Mm -hmm. They also said they smelled an odor from the house for the past several weeks or even months. They thought an animal had died. Right. Jacqueline said, I've smelled it for a while. I would run from my car. She would put her shirt over her face. Ugh. Because it smelled so bad out fucking side. Outside it stunk that bad. Do you realize what the inside of this place has got to be like? Yeah. His father's never going to be able to re-rent this place. I've shared a studio with you, Vinny. I can imagine what that <laughs> might smell like. When did you share a studio with me? Right now! <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, I thought you were talking about that studio apartment. <laughs> no. God, no. Could you imagine? That'd be a great wacky sitcom. That though. would be a fun sitcom. I might go on the that. Wheel of Consequences. <laughs> Get a studio apartment together. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. <sighs> and live together for a week in a studio and stream, apartment. And stream the whole thing live. Oh, God. That would be the worst thing that ever happened. Okay. Well, for the internet, we'd have fun, right, Carl? <laughs> yeah, it'd be a, oh, yeah. Be some kind of crazy party. You know how fast that room would fill with white claws? <laughs> uh, so there's a terrible smell. Nobody knows what's going on. The neighbors did say this. They said that uh, Lewinsky and Winters argued fairly often and believe Winters drank a lot of alcohol. Okay. She was living with a 400-pound lunatic who listened to Patrick Michael all goddamn day long. <laughs> That'll drive you to drink. Yeah. yeah. And they weren't sure if Lewinsky drank a lot, but they said that she definitely did. Now, a w another neighbor said, my mom was taking care of my daughter during the day, and she could hear them arguing about bills. Yeah. So there's some money problems. Lewinsky collected disability and did not work. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yep. That's where he checks out. Typical Patrick Michael listener. Yep. <laughs> that's where he checks out. <laughs> uh, so this whole thing is really suspicious. Now all the 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 arguments and stuff have stopped. Mm -hmm. Nobody's seen her. There's terrible smells coming from the place. And she was very friendly with the neighbors and the kids and stuff. She'd and give that, the kids candy. She used and to stuff. give the kids like these little toy unicorns. Yeah, yeah. So, so she was relatively she was a hit. She she was a drunk, but she was going around going, here you go, here's a unicorn. Is that what happened? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. This leads us to July twenty eighth when uh, Matt's sister came to visit. Could you imagine? The fucking smell. Mm. She's like you imagine his it. house is gonna stink. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I mean, she grew up with this guy. She probably had a feeling it was not gonna smell. Yeah, he's good. the reason she didn't bring friends over. <laughs> but this whole thing, he blew up because his sister walked into the house and smelled it for fifteen seconds. Stormed around, found the cause of the stench. Like I said the first time we ever mentioned this on the show. I only picture the scene in the movie Seven where there's just a room filled with those uh, air freshener trees. Yeah. Just all over the walls, all over this corpse. And they discovered not only was this woman dead, giant chunks of meat were cut out of her back. Hello! We have talked about this quite a bit. I originally thought that maybe he was making some back bacon. Sure. Maybe he decided he People was going to go the, the cannibal that. route. Yeah. Like he bought a lot of groceries, but they do run out. There's lots of things I've thought since my original theory. Okay. And I have a new theory oh, as to why it. all the chunks of meat were out of her back. Let's hear it. 
you ever see a fat fuck try to do anything like try to carry out luggage or something like that they don't carry a ton of luggage at once they carry one thing at a time sure yeah you think that was him trying to get rid of the body yes burying her in the yard one strip at a time with a teaspoon like he was just taking chunks out like he was taking out one chunk at a time yeah out to the dumpster in a garbage bag i don't know what the fuck he's doing you know adam carolla always says you could eat a car if you just do it in small enough portions over a long enough amount of time that's it matt lewinsky's thinking like I'll get rid of this body by, I don't know, 2031. I hope no one notices the smell. <laughs> like, do you realize how fucking smell blind this fucking guy's got to be? How much he had to stink in general to not notice? Well, that's the thing is that all of the videos of him working out were from his basement where the body was decomposing. Oh, yeah. that's the crazy part about well, this. Well, who do whole you think thing. was filming? I he was arraigned on July 30th. He was charged with first-degree murder, disinterment, and mutilation of a dead body, as well as concealing the death individual. He has confessed to the police that he strangled her in a fight. Yeah. So, obviously, he doesn't listen to the show that closely. No, you never confess. Never, never. confess. It gives never you returning confess. very few ways out. Correct. They gave him a crazy test. Yeah. He passed. Not crazy. Mm. Interesting. For Did the they know that he listened to Patrick Michael on purpose? I don't because I think that would probably I think you qualify. should be called as a witness in this whole thing. I might be. <laughs> the defense calls Carl. <laughs> <laughs> How well do you know Pocky's it, man? Well, we were best friends. So, we were pretty much best buddies. <laughs> yeah. We did everything together except murder Jerry Winters. Correct. He did that on his own. They found him not crazy by the court, which does scare me because of the fact that he did listen to Patrick Michael all the time. He was 400 pounds. He's just a lunatic who was spending a lot of time in the universe of WATP, which is not healthy for fucking anybody. Oh, come on. Now you're just being mean. (laughs) You're just being mean for no reason. Okay. I have not even gotten to his biggest crime, Carl. All right, let's get there. And I'm going to close this out with this. Okay. His biggest crime. I could forgive a dead, half-mutilated, mouthy broad. Sure. Yeah. But I will be goddamned if I'm going to let this 400-pound psycho besmirch the moniker of the biggest hero in the world. He's a wrestling fan, the podcast hitman. In fact, the hero that North America should be proud of the most, Brett the Hitman Hart. Right. The fact that he uses the name Hitman pisses me off. And you know what I think, Matt Lewinsky, in the words of Stone Cold Steve Austin? If you put the letter S in front of Hitman, you've had my exact opinion. That's it. Oh, that's some serious smack talk. He's now going to be referred to as the podcast shit man. The only man who's ever gotten himself his own theme song on the show. Sure is. Don't want to go down to the basement. Fuck you, Matt Lewinsky. Rotten jail. Mm. All right. Mm-mm-mm. Rot in jail like she rotted in your fucking basement <laughs> while you did yoga, you fucking lunatic. Oh. So you bring Matt Lewinsky, huh? I do. All right. Crows, it's your turn. See All if you could right. beat Chris Cuomo. Yeah, who's affected more people's lives than Chris Cuomo? Because you're not beating me. In 2021. All right. So when I sat down to think of the creepiest creep to creep the creep in 2021, I did not have to think very long. Mm. In fact, about 0.007 nanoseconds because Carl someone already took Chris Cuomo. immediately <laughs> popped into my mind um, a, a podcaster, in fact. Uh-oh. Someone with multiple shows, with a, they laugh at inappropriate shit, they have Uh-oh. a high-grading voice and go on retarded fucking tangents. Anyway, Carl, if you don't mind playing my number one. 
I want to go down on Hillary Clinton. Go to my Instagram page. I'm in a bikini. Do not molest your, your sister ever again unless you film it and send it to me. <laughs> Let me see that dick. Women should be sexually subservient and inferior to men. She, she said she's had big boobs her entire life, and all I was thinking was like, yeah, but what year did they really blossom? Like, what are you, 12? <laughs> Is that a weird question to ask? And I'm sorry. Maybe having Hitler was a good thing. I want to go down on Hillary Clinton. So, Crow, so you brought Vinny? Hot Cucka Carla is what? my creep of 2020. Oh, Carl, I swear to God, if we end up having to spin the fucking wheel because <laughs> you're a creep, I swear to Christ. Unfortunately, I'm only kidding. Uh, okay. Oh, and I and I to and I want to take you guys back to a simpler time of about three days ago. Now, New Year's Eve is a time like you know you look back on the shitty year that was and 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 you hope for the future. You resolve to be a better person and you dream about the brighter days to come. Sure. And uh, at least around here and probably everybody listening, like there's you know there weren't many events scheduled. Half the shit that was scheduled here was canceled. You're stuck at home. You're with your family and friends. Everybody's staring at their phones and the TV. And then what comes across the wire? But number two. This is an ABC News special report. I'm Whit Johnson in New York. We're coming on the air because the Associated Press is reporting beloved actress and comedian Betty White has died. That Just bitch. weeks ahead of what would have been her 100th birthday, authorities say she passed away in her home in Southern California this morning. Considered by millions to be an American treasure and seemingly ageless, her remarkable career spanning nearly eight decades. Betty White, best known for her roles on The Mary Tyler Moore Show and The Golden Girls and so many others, co-stars saying her sense of humor was sharp and quick. She was also a devoted animal rights activist. Now, this woman was a legend. And right now, on grocery stores across the country, People Magazine right now has Betty White on the cover, uh, you know, turning 100 and everyone's invited. Uh, Croge, before you go any further, I just want to make sure that you're not going to start yelling about her letting that black guy at her TV show. No, that was uh, that was Carl's thing at band practice okay, last good, week. Good, 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 good. <laughs> she was still alive and Carl was yelling about that. Okay. But um, so anyway, it's New Year's fucking Eve and now the entire fucking world is bummed out and everybody's sad about this woman and this wonderful legacy and all the comedy she brought to the world and everybody's fucking bummed the fuck out on New Year's Eve that Betty White's dead. Is Betty White my creep? No, I love Betty White. Oh, okay. Betty White's family. You couldn't keep this a secret for 12 fucking hours. You couldn't let <laughs> us enjoy New Year's Eve. You had to fucking bum out the entire fucking world on the one day where we're hopeful for a bright future. Bullshit. Bullshit, I say. Dude, she was 99 and three quarters years old. You couldn't, like, if she just stayed in bed for one more day, like, anyone would have fucking yeah. noticed. Well, Are you serious? Put her in the basement for eight months? Yeah. yeah. There's a just, lot of ways that we could handle one day, this. One day, that's all I'm asking. Just so you're one saying day. Betty White's kids are your... <laughs> her entire family. Her entire family. You know what's funny? But, is when I saw that Betty White died, I told my wife Betty White died. She goes, oh my gosh, how did it happen? I go, she was hit by a bus. What do you, what do you <laughs> mean? Skydiving accident. A yeah. strong yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking wind got her. <laughs> She's 99. Yeah. But my, my sub-creep is number three. This, <laughs> this was this was part of the same news report, and whoever selected this clip is, is, is the sub-creep of the year. Betty White truly was TV's golden girl. People say I look like Wilma Flintstone. <laughs> Not when she was on the air, more the way she looks today. Now, look, I love an old lady looks like a corpse joke, but not the day she died. You know what I mean? Like, wait a little bit, and then the corpse jokes. I don't well, hold on a second. Will Flintstone's a cartoon character, not a corpse, gross. 
Yeah, but she died in the Stone Age. Even her cartoon has deteriorated uh, okay. by now. I, I see what you're saying. You, you, you get the, the punchline was fossilized pussy. Yeah, hey all right. So your creep then is a news anchor and whoever was around Betty White and didn't keep right. her mouth shut. Betty White's family. Whoever the blabbermouth was in her family. Bummed out the whole world on New Year's Eve. They were probably nice just trying to get all work. that insurance money rolling. Yeah. They were trying to get all the paperwork going. Yeah, do they need a tax write-off this year or something? What are they up to over there? You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! Exactly! <laughs> Thanks, Uncle June. <laughs> all right. Great presentation, Crush. All right, so... Well done. You're Here, I thought you you're just going to phone it in. No, never. I, I know. What was I thinking? You always bring it. So your choices for Creep of the Year are very simple. It's uh, Carl and Chris Cuomo. That's a winner. Uh, Vinny and the podcast shipman Matt Lewinsky. And Crows with Betty White's entire family. <laughs> you can vote at thecreepoff.com this week, and we will have a good old time. Are you guys ready for some voicemails? Yeah, let's hear some voicemail. They are brought to you by our great sponsor, the City of Syracuse. Well, they re-upped for another year. Good. They certainly did. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. Please let us know if you have any information on the whereabouts of Syracuse's New Year's Ball. We simply don't have the budget to purchase any more aluminum foil. <laughs> see you in Syracuse. We'll see you in Syracuse. Mm. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have your voicemails. As always, every week, you can leave us a voicemail, 585-371-8108. Now, this is a comment on my creep, William Wallace, from our Creepmas episode. Hey, Vinny, your creep, William Wallace, that guy's fucking dumber than a caveman. Because even a caveman knows if you're going to drag your woman around, you drag her around by the hair, not the legs. Because when you drag them around by the legs, they fill up with dirt. <laughs> Good advice. I laughed uncontrollably <laughs> the first time I heard that. Thank you, sir. Good point. I like that noted. this person assumes a caveman are dumb. How long would you be able to live in a cave? <laughs> I'd make it like a few hours. Yeah, right. This is some advice for you, Carl, about your upcoming uh, creep-off consequence. Great. I'm going to call bullshit on Carl. And him only wanting to do an hour-long Carl Hamburger stream. That's, that's bullshit. What? He yep. can come up with some content to do. He could do it in multiple different streams. You could have Carl Hamburger reading about war crimes. <laughs> oh! The Rape of Nanking! Oh! Look at all these Japanese women that got raped! Oh! Me not so horny! You can come up with anything. Carl, you don't have to just sit there and act like Maddox, dick. He makes a good point. You could just be a little creative and entertain the people. I don't want to besmirch some of these fine people <sighs> accused of these allegations. <laughs> All right, uh, next one. This came in from our pal Tucker Dixon, and this is actually him under 45 seconds, giving us some suggestions for the wheel from the Discord and oh, nice. the YouTube chat. Good, good. Hey, Vinny and Carl, it's Tucker Dixon here. Uh, I just thought I'd call in with two things that the fans and I were discussing on the Discord and YouTube. We think that you should add two new of consequences. Consequence number one would be Uber each driver for a night. Now, you can choose whether you want to go trans or not for that, but if you really want to commit, I think you need to cut the penis off. Number two, the Lego Firewalk. You lay down a bunch of Legos, and you got to walk barefoot across them. Oh. I don't know if Carl's club feet give him an advantage or not, but there's my club foot joke. And if you oh. want a fat Vinny joke, 
I think somebody said he'll pulverize him into dust. And yes, both <laughs> those jokes are stolen, Discord. Go fuck yourself. Tucker, out. Call me back. Lego Firewalk. That's, oh, that's interesting. That's hardcore. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it, but we'll Can I wear my Crocs? It. Nope. <laughs> Come on. Uh, our boy Prep Boy Rick checked in. All right. Hello, Carl and Vinny. This is Prep Boy Rick. Thank you so much for a year full of uh, creeps and scums and uh, generally horrible people, uh, yourselves not included, because you guys do really good work. And it's really fun. Fucking and you guys somehow do. make my Mondays bright throughout the entirety of 2021. And you will, hopefully, into 2022 and uh, throughout the rest of time. So, uh, I didn't thank sign you. up for that. Uh, also, Carl, uh, fuck you. I beat your ass in the shitty playoff consolation bracket in our shitty uh, fake football league. Thank you. <laughs> fuck you. Goodbye. Little Jim no, Cornette. wait. God damn it. Uh, sorry, Vinny. Sorry. I'm, my bad. Uh, you got it right. Fuck you, Carl. It's thank you, fuck you, bye. Relax. Fuck okay. you! Now, that's how every phone call should be added. Thank you, fuck you, bye. Fuck you! I love it. I can dig it. I did not do well in that fantasy football league with uh, Prep Boy Rick. Mm. Did not uh, make the playoffs. Who'd you pick? Who's your quarterback? Tua? Motherfucker, I'll kill him tomorrow. Oh, no. Poor right. Vinny. Vinny, you guys had, what, a seven-game winning streak? Yeah, we going. certainly did. What happened? Yesterday. Just wanted to get uh, the fans excited enough, huh? Yeah, they did what they Just do best. a little best. bit of hope. All right, last voicemail I have. Now, Carl, whoever this person is, we will play your calls whatever you want, sir. No problem. Hey, Carl. Uh, I listened to more of episode uh, 90, and you said that a warning should suffice. Uh, I, I threatened to shoot my dad twice before he showed up, and then he did, and then I shot him. So, you know, warnings don't always work, buddy. Sometimes you just have to murder teenagers, all right? So uh, quit it with the high and mighty attitude bullshit. All right, buddy? All right. Uh, I'm going to catch up on the creep off pretty soon, and I better hear these voicemails being played or I'm going to be very upset. I just want to say that we broadcast this live from Rochester, Minnesota. There's a comedy club in Rochester, Minnesota. Comedy at the Carlton. <laughs> yeah. Comedy at the Carlton in Rochester, Minnesota. Um, I have a feeling the next time I hear that voicemail will be in court. Yeah. Well, I agree with thing? everything you said. Carl's way out of line. Yes, yeah. I'm way out of Carl's line. Carl's way out of line. I'm a problem. Yep. Who among us hasn't shot a family member or two, though? I mean, come on. We're not all from Syracuse, wow. Crush. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> You got any uh, voicemails, Carl? I probably do. I haven't listened to voicemails in weeks. All right. Well, <laughs> they're piling up. Those are our voicemails this week. Thank you. We got a ton of them this week. Sorry we couldn't play them all. You know, keep sending them. A reminder, the number is 585-371-8108. Or you can just email the show, thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Carl, I think there is only one version of the Scum Parade theme song that makes me feel like it's a new year, and I got it right here. Driving Cha-cha. 
may want to get into the same room with the microphone next time you record a song for us. <laughs> no, that's great. I love that. I do, I too. That, uh, Stop being a meanie. That jingle. Very, very well done. You're a real asshole, Carl. Yeah. Florida. Yes. We're going to transport ourselves to a Winn-Dixie supermarket in Crescent City, Florida. Oh, what could go wrong? Well, someone reported a woman with a machete acting erratically. Okay. Deputies arrived and located a woman named Naomi Brown, 41, in the store with a machete and a sheath attached to her backpack. Deputies say that Brown was animated and yelling at someone on her cell phone. Deputies were asked by a manager to remove Brown from the property. Deputies all looked at each other and said, maybe you should remove her from your property. Yeah, they they literally asked them to escort her out. You can't escort out a machine-wielding woman. A machete. A machete-wielding woman. They can throw out club-foot illiterates anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and did you see the picture of this woman? She has no hair. Her, her, her head's completely bald and shiny, and she has enormous white eyes. She looked at the cop, and she eyes. was like, I'm the captain now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, she had a very unique look to her. Yeah, so when deputies informed Brown that uh, after they re- completed her paperwork after removing her, that she had a warrant for her arrest, she did not take that well. She oh became God. violent and started fighting. Deputies were able to restrain Brown, but she managed to kick one deputy in the face. Mm. After securing Brown in the vehicle, deputies say Brown started to defecate in the back seat. And, you know, thank God it wasn't an Uber. She would have had to pay like an extra hundred bucks (laughs) if you do that. It's a problem. But she took a shit in the back seat as the deputy was driving. And she tried to throw the feces over the partition that separates the front from the back In Naomi's defense, when you handcuff someone behind their back, what else are you going to grab and throw at someone? She just had her hands flapping like she was hoping it would just catch (laughs) it and just send it flying. I I mean, honestly, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. Yeah. So she also decided to smear it all over the place and tried to spit over the partition. After she was turned over to the Putnam County Jail, cleaning began at the deputy's cruiser. And they found a 12-gram bag of meth. Oh, man. Mm. You know what? She probably was a real looker before she got caught up with drugs. Oh, yeah. That's a lady right there. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh, it's a lady. Yikes. She was charged with two counts of battery of a law enforcement officer resisting arrest with violence and possession of methamphetamine. You got to love Florida, right? Ron DeSantis, 2024. Yeah. Let's vote, people. I want this to be the all of the United States. It could be Win Dixie everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing place. All right. Well, here's a fun one for you. A convicted sex offender is facing charges after allegedly hiding naked in a stranger's house earlier this month. Oh. Well, stealing items from the residence. According to the Knoxville Police Department, Daphne Crowley came home to her Knoxville apartment to find Michael Tyler Henniger, 27, inside her home wearing nothing but a pair of child's Nike Air Jordan shoes. <laughs> What, do you have club foot or something? Yeah, how does that work? How does that work? Yeah, Carl could barely fit into a child's size. He's still on toddler shoes. Crowley said the shoes were intended for her daughter for Christmas. So this guy just opened up Yeah, Christmas he was gift. opening up Christmas presents? Yeah. Crowley said the shoes were intended for her daughter, and that when she came home, she noticed her daughter's bedroom door was closed. She began knocking until Henniger apparently allegedly opened it and fled outside into some nearby woods. What, now, does, what is this guy's kink? He's naked inside these people's house stealing shit? That's well, his sexual kink? Bef- and goes running into the woods naked wearing little kid shoes? Yeah, this is a weird story. There's even more weird shit here. This suspect had allegedly put a handheld work light and a drill inside a Scooby-Doo bag. He also put a pair of children's shoes in the bag, police said. 
Crowley asked her daughter to call the police while Crowley chased the intruder with a stick. When police arrived, they found Henniger in the wooded area close to Crowley's home. I'm sure he was hard to spot. Crowley said, I chased him with these sticks because I had to get a hold of him. I would have beat him, but he ran down the street into the pathway, Crowley said. Tyler had the Scooby-Doo bag in possession, police said, along with the items he allegedly took from the victim's home. In addition, they found toothbrushes and other items from the home. He's like the fucking tooth fairy, yeah, too. he stole the toothbrushes. He was taken into custody and charged with aggravated burglary. When they found him, he had stuff I knew that I had bought and had been looking for. Crowley said he took my grandkids' toothbrush, toothpaste, Christmas stuff that we put in stocking stuffers, and he took my daughter's brand new Jordans. Time out. Who's the creep here? Toothpaste is not a stocking stuffer, Grandma. <laughs> you know, maybe it should be at your house. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> maybe I should have taken the hint. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Grandma Hamburger should fucking take a fucking spin by that aisle in Walmart. Oh, She'd right. run into her grandson playing porn for people. <laughs> Uh, She says, I'm calm now, but at the time I was literally shaking and cried because it's scary. You think these people are in your house and they are sex offenders and you have kids running around and you're thinking you're safe. They said that he may have broken into her house before because the stuff that they found him with was missing for a while. And they said that also Henniger was convicted of 2014 of sexual exploitation of a minor, a 14-year-old girl through electronics. He also has multiple violations for failing to register as a sex offender. Is anyone else deeply confused by this story? I, I, don't, I can't really? make tales of this. This lunatic went in there, stole a bunch of shit because he's a lunatic. He stole toothpaste while naked. And Jordans. And wearing You stole my shoes. Jordans, I'll fight ya. I'm confused by the whole thing. What part puzzles you the most? Why, why did, he would do this? Why is he naked in somebody else's house? How, how is that sexually gratifying? So that's the question. Yes. The question is, how is it sexually gratifying? Well, because it starts with sex offender naked yeah. in the house. You're like, whoa, what, what did he do? What's going on? Stole a toothbrush. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of dumb. Well, let's talk about a uh, another fun one. A New Orleans man who last year pled guilty to posing as a non-existent, mentally disabled younger brother so that woman would come and babysit him. Oh, no. He's been charged with human trafficking after again posing as someone with special needs to get, quote, babysitters to change his diaper. This guy is giving people with a diaper fetish a bad name. I'm telling you. I will not stand for it. They were like, dude, did you do this? Did you know this was illegal? His response was, how should I know? I'm retarded. <laughs> They're like, sir, we know who you are. His name is Rutledge Dees, the fourth. So he was convincing people that he was actually his retarded brother? Correct. Does Ben Stiller know about this guy? Watch out. It's going to be a movie. <laughs> this guy's going to be out of a job. Does Lord Michaels know about this guy? What a character actor. <laughs> Look out, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> I smell sequel to The Ringer. So he's been charged with human trafficking and attempted human trafficking. I guess that's their version of prostitution because he was trying to like turn out these fucking babysitters because he wanted them to uh, change his diaper. Yeah. Louisiana State Police say that D scam included saying that he was in, quote, alternative therapy, and he offered one victim to find other babysitters to look after him, the outlet reports. Do you have to change a diaper after making cumsies? <laughs> I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have kids. Who did <laughs> So this, 
the charges stemmed from a similar scam in which Dees, who told authorities he'd been sexually traumatized at a young age, according to the arrest evidence, set up babysitting with women for his fake younger brother with autism. Then he would masquerade as the brother. Dees, according to the affidavit, admitted to mental health issues, including depression and anxiety, but told authorities he had no physical disability and not been diagnosed with autism. Though he was ordered five years of active probation, Dees' roughly 12-year prison sentence was suspended as part of the plea deal. Authorities aren't investigating whether or not Dees has more victims out there. Here's the important part why we're doing this story. Yeah. If anyone has been victimized by this guy out there, you can call detectives at 504-310-7000. That's the number if you if have been. You've but, been, before you do that, call the creep off and leave a voice. Yeah. We want to hear the story. I want to hear all of it. If you've been fooled by a 30-year-old retard with a poo-poo diaper, yeah. make sure to call the authorities. I have a feeling you're going to want to keep that to yourself. I don't think anyone's oh. going to be raising their hand on that one. Uh, he got me. <laughs> got me. Bastard. Who amongst us hasn't been fooled by a 30-year-old returned to poopy diaper? Everybody has at least once. At least once. So <sighs> it's, it's illegal to say, I'm autistic, come change my diaper. But it's probably not illegal to say, can you act like I'm autistic and come change my diaper? That's true. It's role-playing. Right? Yeah, yeah that's like, role-playing. There's got to be a... Yeah, it's, it's kind of like the prostitution law. If you just turn on a camera, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's, kind of thing. It's illegal to sell what it's legal to give away for I free. just have this right. weird feeling that Rutledge doesn't understand the finer points of the laws here. <laughs> yeah, there's, he's probably got some deeper issues than that. Well, yeah. hopefully he listens to the creep off. Yeah, we'll exactly. Some, some wisdom here. You guys haven't given out any good advice to criminals for a while. Yeah. So it's I been a minute. To, yeah, no, we give out a lot of great advice. <laughs> it's been an episode and a half. The problem so is idiots like Matt Lewinsky never listen. Let's go to Rochester, New York, shall we, guys? Where is that? It's a city named after our city of Rochester, Minnesota. Yes, okay, good. (laughs) Nursing home housekeeper from upstate New York has been indicted for the heinous rape of a female 81-year-old resident at his workplace who was suffering from dementia. (laughs) New York Attorney General Letitia James had a lot to say about this 51-year-old man named Kadka Pradhan of Rochester. Pradhan has been charged with first and second degree rape first and second degree criminal sexual act and endangering the welfare of an incompetent or physically disabled person. I feel like, why do we have to insult the victims here? I know. Charges. Yeah. He raped an incompetent. Just look at her. Look at her all incompetent there with her gaping pussy. I know, they, they described her as a mentally disabled woman. I'm like, that's redundant. <laughs> I might have just given someone bingo with that one. Yeah. It's possible. Dumb incompetent. <laughs> Uh, the charges outlined in this case are heinous and disturbing as they come out. Mr. Pradhan allegedly raped the woman at the nursing home where she lived, and he did this around 6.30 a.m. didn't even take her out? Jeez. 6.30 a.m. That's a how fine how do you do for sick in the morning. Yeah. She's like, could you mind raping me after I had my Folgers crystals? Do you know how he got caught? He got some in her wig. Tried to say he was sneezing, but they didn't buy it. Yeah. Because he sneezed all over her face and tits. <laughs> I sure am sneezy today. They said it was because of the quick-witted action of other employees at the assisted living facility that he was initially charged. So he got ratted out pretty quick. Somebody figured out what happened because some old lady was like, I think an Indian man just mouth-fucked me. <laughs> like she just being a little nuttier than usual. <laughs> Has she been listening to George Carlin tapes again? What's going on? That's dice. <laughs> You have about mouth fucked by an Indian. <laughs> That's your Tyson impression? I like no, it. That's pretty bad. 
He pled not guilty and was released after posting a $10,000 bail. And guess what? He was not immediately fired from his job. He's no. suspended. It's what? hard to find people to work in nursing homes. It is. Yeah. It really it is. is. I mean, well, with the pandemic. Yeah, he is vaccinated, so they got to keep him on staff. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. If only they could, could teach this fucker to wear a rubber. Yeah. Shore wins, by the way, 2.2 rating on uh, Google. And that's before this guy was raping the patients. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine what it's going to be after that. <laughs> that might cost him a star. Yeah. I, uh, the waiting room is very dirty. Plus, some of the nurses rape some of the patients. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be my review. He's not a nurse, though. He's just a housekeeper. The food's not very good if the housekeeper rapes people. Yeah. <laughs> Place would be better and cleaner if the housekeeper would just stop raping everyone. <laughs> I've never had a more dry piece of cake. Plus... The person who's supposed to be cleaning the rooms is raping the patients. <laughs> the doctors seem nice. The, the staff seems friendly. The grounds could use some updating. And the the early morning raping raping my mother. Yeah. <laughs> my mom was raped at this nursing home and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <sighs> well then, we're a fun group of people, aren't we? <laughs> We're a real treat. Uh, Father and his girlfriend have been sentenced to death in China. No. Guess what he did? What did he do? Carl, we're starting out the year right. We got baby throwers. Oh, we got a baby thrower. All right, let's hear about this. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Uh, after he threw his two children from his apartment building. Oh. Because his new girlfriend did not want another woman's kids. By the way. That chick is a smoke show, too. His new girlfriend. I do it. I do it. I, I would, do it. I would chuck any toddler out of any window for that chick. How old were these kids? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an eight. His daughter, Zhang Roxy, was two, died instantly. And his son, Zhang Youngrui, I believe I said that right, was one, died shortly mm. after from his injuries. So I do have audio from the one-year-old. Oh, good. Flying out the window. This is exclusive content here. I actually have audio of the daughter. Splat! <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard it is to find a girlfriend in China, though? Like, if, you're, if your girlfriend's like, I'm going to break up with you if you don't chuck those kids out the window. It's like, listen, I don't have one other option. Well, check this shit out. He's, he's tw 27 years old. She's 23. And he was married when he met her. Right. With these two kids. Yeah. So he's cheating on the wife, decides he's running off with her. And she is a nut. She's cutting herself the day of this going down. Yeah. She slid her own wrist and said, I don't want to marry you if we have to have these kids. And he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. I got to get a mop and fucking <laughs> now I got to kill the kids. Jesus Christ. I just want some pussy. And he's just like, all right, best thing to do here. Push him out. Say it was an accident. Well, what are the chances he's living in the one building that doesn't have suicide nets around it? <laughs> this guy's got some shitty luck. Oh, man. His ex-wife is absolutely horrified that this happened. Really? Why? He ran down the stairs after he threw them out and, like, cried over the bodies. Like, oh, no, my babies. And did the whole fucking phony show. Either way, the cops saw right through it. They figured out what was going on because the ex-wife had heard lots of stuff from the girlfriend about not wanting to have the kids. There was lots of suspicious things. And eventually, you know, when you get interrogated in a Chinese jail... They get information out of you. I would imagine. Yeah, they, yeah. Have, they, have they have some techniques. Yeah, so they have been sentenced to death. Fuck them. Since when does the Chinese government care about killing children? There was a boy who died, Carl. Is this a new thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. There was a boy who died. 
Yeah, okay. So there's one count against the two. Okay. This is such a fucked up story, but that's uh, our scum parade I do want to say that I got to give China credit that they are actually sentencing the girlfriend to death, too, for egging him on. Like, I don't think that would happen in the U.S. Oh, no, 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 like, no. She's threatening no. to kill herself she or go, something. She'd get probation. They'd say she was distraught and mentally ill. She, I mean, she has kind of an, a great American alibi. She slid her own wrist. This guy was the problem. Right. Clearly. Right, exactly. This was the U.S. Crosby bringing her to band practice next week as his new girlfriend. Fucking his new, <laughs> the, the isotopes new Yoko. Yeah, Just exactly. sit right on Carl's amp. It's fine. It's fine. Just sit right on Carl's amp and watch us all. Yeah, here's a microphone. Don't worry. Just, yeah, just join in. <laughs> Yoko's the best singer. Ladies and gentlemen, that is this week's Scum Parade and this week's episode of The Creep Off. Thank you for joining us. We love you. We're going to have a new Patreon episode out soon, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, visit us, patreon.com backslash The Creep Off. All the money goes to me. Fuck Carl. Yeah, starting this month, which is annoying. Which was yesterday. Um, yeah, so if we can um, stop donating to Patreon until it gets back to me Listen. Again. Every dollar you donate this month is just going to be hysterical and piss off Carl. That's so true. I think I think if there's ever a time to jump on board, it would be now. Also, if you want to buy stock in Papa John's, now is a probably a pretty good time. <laughs> it's a pretty good time. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Now, e extra pepperoni is gonna be hard to come by in Rochester over the next <laughs> couple months. Before we leave, I want to tell everybody we got this awesome uh, video made by our buddy Dave from Canada. It's uh, got a song by a band called The Eels on it. Okay. Um, it's pretty fun. It's a fun uh, version of our show, like if it was produced, say, by HBO or Showtime. Cool. To be a show. So I uh, threw that in there for the end of the show. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to vote at thecreepoff.com. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. Ciao, Bella. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures.